Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Remember that for as little as $3 a month, you can gain exclusive access to over 250 additional podcasts from our archive, as well as full transcripts to every episode, and exclusive access to our weekend podcast, Our Sunday Talks. Go to livinghour.org slash patron to sign up on Patreon and get special access today. Once again, that's livinghour.org slash patron. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Personal Power by Keith J. Thomas, published in 1917. Many companies have taken to adopting mottos to keep always before the minds of their staff and stimulate them to efficient work. Years ago, one of the most popular to be seen hanging in an office was Do It Now. An enterprising advertising firm later adapted this into the trademark phrase Do It Better. Other popular mottos that I have come across include do the next thing, and do it at once and do it well. A business friend once told me that he thought a good motto would be, do it yourself. And within sensible limits, the phrase is excellent, since many of us are too fond of leaving to others the things we should do ourselves. It is a good idea to have some such guiding principle in life some mental spur that will always make us produce our best. Indeed, take for your motto the words, do your best, and you will never have cause to complain of failure in life. Whatever you have to do, do it as well as you know how. The habit of doing everything as perfectly as you can will influence your character and your whole future. It is so easy to get into slipshod methods. There is often a temptation to rush a thing in order to get it done quickly and out of the way. Why do that when you know that one thing well done is worth a dozen half done? When you have once done a thing as well as you possibly can, it is finished with. Do it imperfectly, and if it is to be of any use at all, it must be done again. You thus waste your time and energies when you do it carelessly. Have you ever realized how much success in life depends upon the choice of associates and friends? You can take it as a safe rule that your friends will often draw you to their own level. If you mix with people who are idle, you will tend to become idle. Remember that old warning about playing with fire. Do not risk being burnt. Ask yourself frankly about people. What shall I gain by knowing them? If you cannot gain something from your communication with someone, it is not worth your while to know them. Life is too short to waste time with people who drag you down to their level. Mix with your intellectual superiors, with the people who can call forth your knowledge and keep your mind active. 
associate only with those minds who are worth measuring your own mind against. You can be sure that if you make friends with people who waste their time, who have no intellectual force and no strength of character, you will dull your intellect and your powers will degenerate. If a person is noble in character, if they are industrious, if they are thoughtful, if they have a keen sense of fair play, you will be all the better for knowing them. Examine yourself as to whether you will be better for knowing someone, and if you cannot answer in the affirmative, drop their acquaintance. Personally, I have one great friend. My family tells me sometimes that I have spoken just as he does, and his family on occasion have said the same thing. We all acquire forms of speech, thought, and action from each other. One might well say, show me your friends, and I will tell you what sort of person you are. You can be sure that the intimate friends of any historical icon who you greatly admire were women and men of great intellectual and personal force. Such people would not waste time with those who pulled them down. It is also a useful habit to acquire the capacity for judging oneself. No person is immune to flattery, but every individual ought to be able to distinguish between praise that is merited and flattery that means nothing. The person who lives for flattery is blinding themselves to their own deficiencies. The clever woman and man watches for their weaknesses and strives to overcome them. We are known only to ourselves and God, is a true saying. If we are praised for doing work which may be good enough in itself, but is not the best we could do, we ought to be ashamed rather than pleased. Learn to blame yourself when it is warranted, and don't shun owning up to your faults. A successful CEO once told me that when he was a young man and negotiating an agreement for long employment, he said to the owner, If I do not satisfy you, you will never need to ask me to go. I shall go myself before that is necessary. Such an individual does not rely on others for praise or blame. They judge every action as they perform it. If it is done according to the best of what they are capable, they are satisfied. Otherwise, they blame themselves. Do not be content to judge yourself by what others do or by what others think. You know what you are capable of, and you should never be satisfied with anything short of your most perfect work. We are forever assuming that vices grow upon us, but we should do well to remember that our virtues grow upon us too. The habit of doing your best work will develop your powers of will and make your work better and better. The people who succeed are those who always try to go one better than their competitors. Every person in your office is a competitor for the top place. The person below you wants your place, 
just as you should want the places that are above you. I know a businessman who employs hundreds of people all over the world. When I asked him to give me some suggestions for a success in life, he replied, I have often heard it said that there are not so many chances for a young person to rise nowadays as in the past. I do not agree with this view. I believe that there are even greater chances for young people than ever before. But these greater opportunities demand greater qualities qualities that can only be acquired by increased devotion to study, to greater self-discipline, and to an unconquerable determination to master the principles that underlie the profession or business they are engaged in. Less opportunity for getting on? Why one of the greatest difficulties of large employers is to find thoroughly capable people to manage the various departments of their business. There are many who think themselves capable, but few who can stand the test. It has been said that knowledge is power, but a person may have a great deal of knowledge with very little wisdom. Wisdom, which is distilled knowledge is undoubtedly a powerful factor in human affairs, and happy is the one who possesses it. Knowledge is no longer a steep mountain which few may climb. The opportunities for acquiring it are now so many, and so various, that to be ignorant is quite unpardonable. I've got a nephew who is now making an income well over $200,000 a year. Only a few years ago, he was a low-level office worker. One day, he said, It is no use to do just the same work as other people. I must do more. He then started taking work home with him, so that he could get through more than others in his office. He was not content to conform to the usual office hours, and he developed such a capacity for work that he found all sorts of possibilities which the others never discovered. He thus quickly climbed the ladder of success within the company. However, having said that, keep in mind that you need not go looking for your opportunities if you do your daily work with all the powers of your mind. Carlyle said, Our grand business undoubtedly is not to see what lies dimly at the distance, but to do what is clearly at hand. Do your work faithfully, and do as much work every day as you can. An opportunity will come knocking at your door. Only the lazy complain of the fickleness of fortune, and their bad luck as they call it, is their just reward for idleness. Remember what Ruskin says in his lectures on art. Life without industry is guilt, and it is guilt that surely brings its own punishment. Believe that as the days go on, and your experience increases, your knowledge will increase with it, and that with industry you will acquire wisdom and with wisdom gain everything that you desire.
The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Transform your life in 30 days with our Majesty Meditation Program. Our unique auto-suggestion sound method meditation will help you achieve success in every area of your personal and professional life. Learn more at livinghour.org slash majesty. To get 30% off the $11.99 purchase price, Use the coupon code INSPIRATION. Thanks for listening. Look forward to talking with you next time.